Okay, so it's now the morning time. I slept through the night, but I'm thinking more about significance and the things we give significance to. Like, are things important because we say they're important, or are they important? Like, you, you know how you have certain moments in your life where you're like, that felt significant. Is it significant because you're calling it significant? Because you keep finding things to registering to it to make it significant or are certain things just supposed to happen have to happen and they really are significant even if it's something small it can be significant because for whatever reason this incident (laughs) or situation has kind of like eclipsed my year essence but so august august was a great month man i didn't think about it at all (laughs) we can go back to august but like it's kind of eclipsed my year in terms of me thinking what i deserve what i don't deserve what other people deserve how other people feel do other people feel the way that i feel um and then like what all does it mean like why did this happen is this because a lot of stuff has happened this year after you know I met this person or did this thing or you know because I think my brain has placed I don't know undue significance because I feel like well I didn't have this hole that I met this person and now I have this hole so it keeps me stuck because it goes well if they if the person created this hole or like they left in the hole appeared then there's they're obviously supposed to go back into the hole so you should like wait for them or silently <laughs> silently like watch them from the bushes until you know it's it's time and you're like oh bro i'm here <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense and that also indicates very low self-esteem and low worth um but, like, I don't know, society would say that if somebody will wait for you, they'll put their life on hold for you, then it's romantic. But it also is kind of like, do you not think that you could find this feeling with another person? Do you not think that nobody else could elicit the same feeling? And that, that kind of feels like low self-esteem and self-worth and also, like, selling yourself short in terms of the connections. There's billions of people in the world, you know? But for whatever reason, my brain has gone, well, the, the hole wasn't here. And that's the thing, sometimes people leave friends, previous situationships, and they'll leave teeny holes. Like like I said, the one person left, and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that I had a want for physical affection. I didn't know that I, that was something that I liked. So now there's like a little thing there, but it, it wasn't this like huge, gaping, like black hole in my chest. It was like, oh, okay, I like physical affection. Good to know. So now it's like, hmm, I and it's kind of made me start to project in all of my like friendships, which is kind of essentially sent one, one of my important friendships into shambles because I'm like, well, I have this hole, and I don't, I feel alone, and I feel misunderstood, and I don't feel seen, and I'm like obsessed with being seen but in a way that's like a 
and a comfort and a knowing and yada yada romance and um and makes the people in my life my friends who've been nothing but loving and caring and supportive it makes them feel less than or like they're not good enough and then I go well if I have this hole then you must have this hole everyone must walk around with this hole in their chest right so everyone must want must have this deep seated desire to be seen and understood and and like cared for and I'm not talking about an imbalanced dynamic of like someone is your savior even though <laughs> I did want that for a while but I'm realizing now that that's unhealthy but everybody wants someone to go hey you look tired do you want to just sit on the couch let me give you a glass of water like support you know like knowing that someone cares for you but they also like they see you they see you working they see you you know striving towards your goals or they, they you know like someone just sees you and they get you and they know you and I'm like well everyone must must have that right everyone must have this hole and they want the same things that I want and it's weird because obviously I don't have people in my life that I don't love and care for and that we don't have I don't have chemistry with so we've obviously clicked on multiple levels and there are things that I talk about with them that I can't we talk about with other people and I don't want to make those connections seem shallow and like they're only for like oh well we both like horror movies and we like serial killers so <laughs> we're friends um and there are topical friendships like that where maybe you just go out and you maybe you just drink with that person or you go out to happy hour or go to the movies and it's not really something you guys don't really talk about deeper subjects or things that really like keep you awake at night it's kind of just you know we share these common interests and that's what the friendship is and that's why it feels weird and like um conflicting contradicting it feels weird because i have these friendships that are very very deep (laughs) where we have shared some of our our worst fears and you know what keeps us up at night and um things that like the general public would not know and this is gonna sound crazy and probably whiny and maybe stupid I don't know but it still feels like um invisible and it makes me feel like I'm back in high school like I'm back in my um emo again and no one sees me and I'm alone and I'm misunderstood and I'm like making a joke out of it but it's like a legitimate feeling and it's it's something that I, I don't I'm not gonna, I don't want to tell anyone this because it's going to make them feel weird that they've been with me all year and they've been listening to me and they've been talking with me and we've been sharing and we've been you know, having these experiences that have all been fun and, and intimacy building, intimacy bonding and I don't want to take away from those things being important because they were and these people are very special to me and I love them know what it is I don't know what I want and that's the thing I don't want to be the person that's like someone who's drowning needs help they do but if you're not trained to give a drown if you're not trained to save a drowning you're not a lifeguard the person can kill you they can drown you it's very dangerous to save someone who's drowning because they will 
use your body as leverage. They'll push you down and you'll you both just die. So. Because, like I said, I think I said this before, I don't know if what I want exists, but there's like this, this hole of like, wanting someone to know me. Like, okay, well maybe I'm supposed to know myself. Like, I always, in, in like, spiritual la 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 fru la la a lot of things that people ask for it, it starts to turn back on yourself well if you want love then you need self love and if you want acceptance you need to accept yourself and it's all of these things and it's I feel like it discounts the fact that we're human and there are things that we can provide for ourselves that we definitely should and we have to but we do need these things from other people like babies will die if they don't get, have physical affection, if they don't receive it, even if they're being fed, and they're, they will still die. Like if any, if all of their other needs are being met, but they're not receiving physical affection, they'll die. So I feel like it's we need out of all things you need balance, right? Balance. But know that you're supposed to validate yourself and love yourself accept yourself and and see yourself and understand yourself and all of these things and it's important and they should come from you but it also like it's a different feeling when it comes from someone else it is and it it, it fills up a different it fills you up in a different way when it comes from someone else and then I keep going oh I just I must be just codependent. Maybe I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just codependent. And granted, I am reading like a codependency book, and I think it's important to be interdependent. So I'm not advocating for codependency. But I'm like, what is it that's like this hole? What is this hole? And like, I know when it arrived. And I feel like that's keeping me, unfortunately, keeping me stuck on someone who doesn't want me who's shown that they don't want me because when someone wants you they will (laughs) they will buy a plane ticket to see you and pay for an airbnb (laughs) or they'll like what was it i think there's something something recently like when someone wants you you'll know they will do things for you that show that like they will pursue you you know regardless of gender expression like it's not hard to see when someone wants you, so I feel like I'm, I'm discounting myself by even if it's still 0.001% of me, by waiting for someone who's shown that they don't want me and they don't really care about me because before I used to think someone caring about you is significant but <laughs> not it's actually not and it's a hard thing to come to terms with because what was i about to oh infinity war thanos cared about gamora he cared about her deeply but he still fucking killed her (laughs) he still fucking killed her he still fucking sacrificed her so someone can care about you but if they're not if they're not actually you know caring about you in the ways that you need or in a way that's actually valid or because I 
do think Thanos cared about Gamora. I do think he did. I think he, that was probably the only thing he cared about in life. But he still killed her. So caring about someone, if it's not attached to the love and support and the the wanting the best for that person, I don't think that it really necessarily means anything. So It's great to know that, oh, they probably had about 2% of care for me. It doesn't really mean anything if they're not willing to 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 show up in that care the way that they would for someone who they like really love and care about. And I don't know where was I going <laughs> because, like I said, I think my brain is unnecessarily keeping me stuck because it's going. Okay, well, this hole was here before this person. And we don't necessarily know what this hole means. So, in order to fill this hole, we need to go back to before we had it. Or, whoever, before we had it was this person. So, we need to wait for them so that we can interact with them and the hole will go away. And I don't think that that's healthy. And I don't... I think that it's putting... It's placing undue importance and significance on someone who clearly doesn't give a shit. And I don't mean that in like a in a harsh way. Like I said in a previous episode, I think like I still do care about that person and I still do want everything to work out for them. And and for them to have the life that they want and for them to be fulfilled and happy. Like I don't think they're a bad person. I really do think that like is kind. Like, I think that they have a really soft, kind heart. I just, I want the best for them, okay? I want them to be okay. Um, but, not but. That's all those things are true. So, you erase the but. But, and <laughs> I say but again. I can want all those things for that person and still realize that unhealthy for me to to be like okay well they must I didn't have this hole before them so they must be significant in my life but we're supposed to do this and we're supposed to do that and we have to do this and it, it, it's unhealthy and it, it does it indicates low self esteem and low self worth to think that because I'm very I'm very <laughs> I'm a very romantic person and um this would be a fucking trash love story like hey guys like your father did not want me (laughs) he rejected me numerous times and like but eventually i just kept on waiting and then he like was like sure like i don't like love stories where it's kind of like um someone's persistence graded the other person down until they finally accepted the offer like i want my energy to be matched like I want someone and I want them to want me back but then that goes into the how do you ever really well, I mean you'll know you'll know because like if someone wants you they will pursue you and they will make it known um but for whatever reason there's still like I said zero point zero 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 one percent that's like no like that's your person I go that can't be my person if they don't want me like that's it doesn't make sense and as much as sometimes I feel like the universe has a vendetta against me. I don't think that they would make 
my love story that trash. But it's weird because there is still this, like I said, 0.01001%. That's like, well, this hole wasn't here before this. So interact with them, talk to them. Like, give fill the hole. Like, fill the hole. And I'm like, ah. It's hard sometimes because I really do want to like reach out and talk to them in video chat and do all these things, but I'm like, if they don't want it, then I'm <laughs> like, I'm not, I can't. And then I've also thought, like, realistically, like, I've set myself down and gone, so this person would come back after months and be like, you know what, let's be in a relationship. Could it be healthy? Would it be healthy? Would I feel secure? Would I feel safe? I go, no. I probably need in a level of reassurance that would diminish them. Because it would be like, well, you didn't want me. And you didn't want me for so long. What changed? And then it... I, I mean, I'm sure there would be moments of bliss. Just because we... Just because, but I also feel like there would be really, really intense moments where I would feel like anything I did would make them change their mind. Like, oh, I brush my teeth a weird way. He's, they're gonna dump me. Oh, my titty looks long. He's, they're gonna dump me. Oh, um, I farted. They're gonna dump me. I'm, I said some comment. They're gonna dump me. I would constantly feel like I was on some sort of panel for judgment and then at any moment they change their mind because for so long they didn't they they didn't see it for me so what all of a sudden changed and was it just well I, you know this thing that I was doing didn't pan out so I figured why not like that's not the, the energy that I would want from a partner so I can go and acknowledge all these things and see how you know this relationship would probably be unhealthy and even if I, like, even if this hypothetical thing did happen, and I sat with them and I told them up front, like, I'm going to need reassurance. And I'm going to need you to be transparent with me because for so, like, we have this conversation, and you have this confession, and I have this conversation with them. I still don't know if I would ever be able to relax. And if I want love, which is home with someone, If you can't relax in your own home, is it your home? So, like, logically, I see all these things. But my brain will still go, don't you want to try it? Don't you want to wait? Don't you want to see? Don't you want to? Don't you want to? And I'm like, brain, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, love yourself. And then I think it's because... Is there, and sometimes it's not painful, but other times it's like a, it's like an aching. It like it, it, it's really, really um, painful. And it goes well, whatever. And it'll, my brain will be like, well, whatever. This pain is so intense that whatever pain that you got or lack of security that you got from the relationship at least the hole would be filled you know 
And I go, that's fucked up. But that also speaks to the level of pain that this whole has brought me this year. Because now we're gonna go down a <laughs> we're gonna go down the rabbit hole. So now that I finally know that I have PMDD and that you know about a week or two weeks out of the month I'm going to be bombarded with intrusive thoughts and um, suicidal ideation and all of these different things. But m- my suicide, my suicidal ideation. Or like what leads me into the dark hole of like wanting to end it all and like wanting to just like (laughs) peace out of this earth is always linked to this this particular hole and this feeling of like being alone forever but it's it is tied to like romantic relationships in terms of being alone but it's also tied to like I said, as emo as it sounds, as as like fourteen year old in their feelings as it sounds, it's a different type of alone to be surrounded by people who you know love you, but you still feel alone and you still feel disconnected. So it's that feeling of being alone and misunderstood, and you know not being able to feel love not being able to sustain love forever it's kind of like well what's the point of like what's the point of living if you're, you what's the point of living if you can't feel love if you're always alone it's a different sort of isolation to feel like you're by yourself no matter where you are no matter who you're with because there's when the hole wasn't there, um, like I said, I've done tons of stuff about myself that people wouldn't dream of doing alone. I plan solo trips, I go out, <laughs> I have fun, I dance with myself, I eat with myself, and it's legitimately, it's not that same feeling. There's a difference between being alone and then being alone or feeling alone. Like, I've been alone and that's fine. Like, like I said, I plan solo trips. And I have, I have a lot of fun. And I dance and I talk to myself and I eat by myself and I explore and I make memories and I'm like, this is like, I have, I have fun. But when I'm in the headspace that's leading me to want to kill myself, it's, it's, it's a different type of alone. It's an alone that nothing can satiate. Is that the it's the being surrounded by people you you love and you know love you but you can't feel anything you feel alone and it's also a it's an isolating feeling that feels crazy too because you're there and, and, and people are talking to you but you're not there and um and it's like you're this is gonna sound so cheesy I'm so sorry (laughs) but I think I gave my friend an analogy this year of like everyone has their own reality because you know it's it's made up of their their own experiences and their own perspectives and you're you have um 
bugs crawling on you. Um, but no one can see the bugs except you. And you're trying to tell people. And, and granted, because they love you, they're not... They can, they're, like, they're not telling you that the bugs aren't there. But you can see in their actions and in their eyes and in the way that they speak to you that they just they just don't understand they they don't get it and you're, you're like crying and they're just they're being super loving and they're being super supportive but they can't see the bugs and no one can see the bugs you know and it's that feeling of like complete isolation regardless of who's around regardless of if you know they love you or not and you love them and you've had wonderful great experiences that feeling of just like this is going to be my life forever I'm going to be alone forever I'm never going to be able to feel or experience love or maintain or sustain love or or have a relationship and I know that I don't like it's a very to be alone forever in that way and to not be able to experience love it's um it's painful and that's what the whole is like and that's what the whole feels like and for whatever reason my brain is attached to two like moments because like I said the whole wasn't there until I started to to dabble in in those feelings because like I said I felt fulfilled in my friendships but now for whatever reason I, I don't feel fulfilled in my friendships anymore and it's it's nothing that they're doing they've been loving they've been caring they've been supportive they've been gentle they've been kind they've been cheerleaders but it's this feeling of just and it's something I don't know if once I get on medication and once I start taking my supplements, if this whole will go away, like maybe this is this whole was created maybe I'm linking it to this person, but maybe it was created by my disorder. So maybe once I get on the medication and once I start taking the supplements and once I start, you know, implementing these these new changes in my life, maybe it'll go away. It's a very strange feeling to feel unfulfilled even though you know you should be fulfilled. And it's very isolating to the people around you because unfortunately in the blowout that I had, I, I shared these things with my best friend and she was understandably upset. And that's the thing, I can't tell if it's my disorder, I can't tell if it's holes from the person I can't tell if it's just something new that because like I said before I hit 25 I was chilling <laughs> like I was legitimately like going to shows with myself going like doing a bunch of things and then not and like being excited and happy about it because for so long when you're young you kind of have to my parents would be like, oh, you can't do this if, if, if you know, your friend's like, oh, no, you can't do this if your friend's like, okay. And there were so many things that I wanted to do that I couldn't do because my plans were contingent on someone else. And once I, like, left home, I was like, oh, nothing that I'm doing will ever be contingent on another person. Like, I want to go see Kingdom Corpse. Oh, oh, bitch, I'm going by myself. I don't give a fuck. 
I'll invite you because I feel like having people there can enhance the experience, but it was never contingent on you or them or someone going. So now that I'm in the space where I'm still able to do things and I still plan solo trips and I still can go out and I still can have fun, but there's these moments, these intense moments that will literally drag me to hell where I just feel emo as shit <laughs> and like completely and utterly alone in a way that I've never felt before where I'm like is this the disorder is this a new thing because I go and I'm in like in my friendships I don't feel I'm empathizing with them or that I'm sympathizing with them when they say things regardless of what it is regardless of how outlandish it is I feel like I genuinely understand and I I feel like when I talk to people they lend me their ear but they don't understand and I go well the most people can do is give you an ear and empathize or sympathize so maybe what I'm asking for doesn't exist and then that would also lead to a spiral of like what you want doesn't exist you're asking for too much like no one's going to really understand you and then I go (laughs) what's the point of being alive it's getting kind of dark now (laughs) in terms of the topics but yeah and it also was letting me to project that because I feel so unfulfilled and I feel so alone and, and invisible I assume that the people around me felt this way. I assume that my best friend felt this way. And I assume that the ATL has felt the same way. And I go, oh, if they have these same deep, aching feelings in their chest, then there must be nothing else that they want in the world. And for someone to be like, I see you. Because can you imagine you're walking around a party and I don't know I don't that's the thing I don't even I've only seen like a Harry Potter movie and like read half of the first book or maybe like a third of the first book where I don't know how to explain it like you've been walking around and you feel invisible like so you have an invisibility cloak on and someone comes up to you and they go hi and you're like you can see me you can see me oh my god you can see me and it makes me think of that meme where it's like same hat same hat (laughs) and i'm like oh my god that's so cheesy and i go oh my god am i 12 years old what the fuck but this is what i've been feeling recently like just this year it hasn't been like this before this year so i don't know where this is coming from i don't know this disorder i don't know if this is a genuine feeling and that's the thing when you're an actual looney tune (laughs) it's hard to sift through what's real and what's not so i'm constantly questioning myself and going is this this disorder is this my real thoughts is this disorder is this my real thoughts uh and then it causes me to question all of my interactions and it like i'm almost is this (laughs) yeah so let me not go down that road it causes me to question a lot of things Because like I said, I've been projecting that like, if I have this hole, 
if I have this invisibility cloak on. I don't know I don't know what a better analogy would be because there's still people around me and they're still interacting with me and I know that they love me. So maybe the invisibility cloak thing isn't a good analogy because there's still people and they're still talking to me and they're still you know, drinking champagne with me in this fancy in this fancy fancy hotel or banquet hall. But I'm still like I'm having a midlife crisis. Like if I'm not even I'm 26. <laughs> like I feel like I'm too young for this. So people are still around me and they're talking to me, but for whatever reason it's not it's connecting, but it's not connecting on a deep enough level for me for whatever reason. And I'm like, does this this does this imaginary this deep level that I've created does it exist is this my disorder because when i say like you're wearing an invisibility cloak and then someone goes hey and you're just like you're taken aback because you're like wow someone's actually seeing me i'm like this 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 connection on this weird deep level that i can't even articulate does it exist or is this this whole created something that did my disorder create something that's fake because I really have been projecting that everybody walks around with this hole in the chest the same way that I do and I go if you could if you could not have that hole if you could have someone see you and understand you why would you not want that and I remember like even I was projecting so me and my friend when we had this blowout I wrote her, I booked her a reading with New Mind Frame because New Mind Frame is just everything and I love her and she's wonderful and amazing and I just, I love her. And I was like, you know, you're, I didn't even realize that I was writing this to myself but writing it to her. And I was like, you know, there are probably times this year where you felt more alone than you have any, than you ever have in your life and, you know, you're gonna meet people soon but you feel seen and understood in levels that you didn't even know, know possible and when she read that she immediately without hesitation went I have that and it took me back and it made me realize how much I was projecting this weird void that I have onto the people in my life because for whatever reason and not to discount myself which granted now I think because of the blowout that we had I don't think this is her perspective has shifted but she saw me as someone who saw and understood her like without hesitation she was like well i have that you like i had that and i was in my and i was i was taken aback because i'm like what the fuck is this hole in my chest what the fuck is this hole in my chest and then i go this is you know and i feel like okay it's dangerous for people to be around me when I have this it was a black hole just sucks everything into it and like doesn't it like disintegrate it and I don't want my friends to be around me and to feel like they're not good enough or there's something missing and I'm, I'm slowly killing them with this black hole that nothing can like I don't know what this hole is I don't know what this void is so like I need. I have to get on medication. I have to start taking my supplements and stuff like that. And I go. Maybe that will like 
slowly put the whole, like, the whole roll away. Because like I said, it wasn't here before this year. It wasn't here before I interacted with that particular person. Who, regardless of, like, if my... <clears throat> The part of my brain that, <laughs> the part of me that, I don't want to say doesn't love myself, but wants to wait so we can, me and them can be together and I won't have this hole because the hole wasn't there before them. I know I can't do that. I know I can't as much as I. What's weird is there's like a deep confliction. As much as logically I know that I shouldn't and it would be unhealthy, there's just a strong aside that's like, can make this work we can whatever i don't care we'll figure it out like um i'm just <laughs> um, um i hate being confused because confusion to me is just like drowning and i said drowning people kill people and it'd be manslaughter, but you're still killing someone. And at the same time, I, I don't want to isolate myself, but I feel like I should because I feel like I'm hurting the people around me, deeply hurting them. And even though it's not intentional, I'm still hurting them. And then I just, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> it's such a, I don't know. I've been looking more into astrology, granted not going too deep because I feel like my brain, because it's crazy, likes to warp things. I just, I don't like being confused. Because in tropical, I have a Libra sun, Virgo moon, Aries rising. In side real, side aerial, however the fuck you say it, I have a Virgo sun, Leo moon, Pisces rising. And I'm trying to figure out which one I resonate more with, which one I want to explore. But this, I feel like I do resonate more with tropical, even though I guess it's, 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 it's less accurate. The people are saying it's literally less accurate. Because I don't like this imbalance. I don't like this confusion. I don't like this, you know, not knowing. It's kind of like stumbling around in the dark. And you, you think you're finding stairs, but you're not. There's just like bumps in the floor. It's not really steps. So you think you're walking somewhere. You think you're going up, but you're going down. And then you, it's it's an uncomfortable. I don't like being in this, this imbalanced. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. Well, granted, I know hurting someone is wrong. But I don't like knowing in terms of my feelings, what's real and what's not. What's the disorder? What's me? Is what I'm asking for too much? Is what I'm asking for? Does it exist? What does this mean for the friendships that I have? I don't like it. And I also feel like the people around me shouldn't have to wait until I figure it out because it's just as disorienting for them to have someone be in their life that's like half in half out who's like on a border who's like well i'm in france and i'm in this place and i'm in what's on the border of france 
Germany, Switzerland. There's some there's some border where you can like you can hop back and forth, but that, that's a lot of countries in Europe where you can literally there's just like a line, and then you can like hop back and forth over. I feel like it's just as disorienting for them, but it's also like looking more into PMDD. This happens, and this also contributes to me wanting to kill myself because is something that lines up with your with your cycle so people with uteruses like you're gonna get your period every you're gonna get your period every month i mean there's some birth control set well like maybe you get it every three months but you're going to get your period it's going to happen until you hit menopause and when i'm on the forums they talk about you know feeling disconnected and then you know all of a sudden wanting to break up with their partners and break up with friends and 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 for two months two for two weeks they're fine and everything is okay and they're they're normal and quote unquote normal and then for hell week it's like why are you here get out of my life i don't understand and that's that's a lot for someone to deal with to have someone love them but then hate them but then love them but then hate them but then love them but then hate them and want them but then push them away and and, and I go is, is this my dis- is this the disorder because a lot of people do talk about every time hell becomes they start there's like this disgust toward their partner and like they don't like them and they start getting nitpicky and like they push them away and they try and break up and and that contributes to Will I ever be able to sustain a interdependent, healthy, loving relationship? Like, can I sustain that love? Can I sustain it if I'm, if what I can look forward to for almost the rest of my life is having a week or two weeks of normalcy and then, and then being dysfunction, like, and then being suicidal and being depressed and being anxious, like, how can I maintain relationships like that and like this has gone undiagnosed all year and my best friend has been on the receiving end of like now we know but these blow ups and breakdowns and and she's been on the receiving end of all these things and me pushing her away and then pulling her back and pushing her away and then pulling her back and I go well that's not fair and that's abusive and and I used to like like I said prior to this year I didn't care about relationships I mean romantic relationships um, and I was pretty much chilling but I would always think because I was in the energy of like it'll it'll happen if it happens like whatever if it happens cool if it doesn't cool I always used to reference this long term friendship as like this is healthy it's stable. Um, it's been, you know, nine years. Like, I could have a relationship if I wanted one. I'm fully capable of having a loving, healthy, reciprocal, interdependent, functional, passionate, fun relationship. And then this year happened. And then, I'm granted I'm happy I have the diagnosis now. But my longest relationship is in shambles. So when I'm looking for that reference point of like, do I even deserve to have someone see me in the way that I want to be seen or understood? I go, 
Well, you couldn't even maintain your, your tenure friendship is in shambles. You've been abusive all year, you know? Even though it was unintentional, and now that you have a a word for it, you can't. It's, I don't want to say disingenuous, but it's a cop-out to go, oh, well, you know, I had an undiagnosed disorder, and that's not on me. No, that was me, and I hurt her. So, regardless of if it was intentional or not, and if it was undiagnosed disorder or not, I still hurt the person I love the most and who was closest to me for a year. So it doesn't, like, that's still there. Like, it doesn't, disorder or not, that's still there. Now that we just have a word for it, great. It doesn't take the pain away that I caused her. So then I start to question, like, do I even deserve to be seen on the level that I want to be seen, understood, on the level that I want to be understood if I can't even... I'm hurting the people closest to me and I can't even maintain relationships like yes we're still friends do I will it ever be the way that it used to be I don't know and it's because of me it's because of it's literally because of me so then that plays into it in terms of like this person has been nothing but loving and caring and supportive and gentle and you've been hurting them all year um, and now you want to tell them that you feel alone? That's even more hurtful because they've been with you all year. They've been through you. They've been with you through this roller coaster of a year. That's painful to have someone who's been sitting with you and been gentle and been caring and supportive and go, I feel alone. That's not fair. I go, that's hurtful. And I go, if you're capable of hurting someone, intentional or not, do you even deserve what it is that you want? What it is that this whole made you aware of? Because like I said, the one person before was just, it was a small hole. It was physical affection. But this is a the ATL left a, a bigger hole. And I go, well, do you even deserve that? Do you even deserve what it is that you want? You can't even sustain the relationships that you have now and you've been hurting the people closest to you who've done nothing but love you. And then I go, no. And then that leads to the, <laughs> that I start to get suicidal again. <laughs> Having a disorder is great because I go, well, no, you don't deserve it. And the people in your life deserve better. You know who deserves to be seen? Your best friend. So sometimes I think that I'm projecting when I say, oh, you know, I want you to be seen. But other times I go, I don't know if I'm worthy of how kind and gentle you've been all year. You know, and then and that is a that also will like lead to the spirals of like the people in your life deserve better. They deserve someone who requires less, who gives more and requires less. And that that does sit with me that I feel like the people in my life do deserve better. And then I go, was that my disorder? Is that me saying that? What's the truth? And then it gets that gets more confusing. 
because I do feel like and then I go oh well am I projecting again because she told me she felt seen by me well up until we had this huge fight well not even fight but like blowout thing and then I go no well someone other than me because I can't feel the love and support and care and gentleness that you're giving me someone else deserves that someone else deserves to feel that that love and patience because when I say that my friends have been loving and caring and supportive and gentle and and just wonderful all year long they have been and then I go why can't I feel that and part of me I don't even know if it's the fact that I I can see it and then I feel guilty about it because I can see what they're doing and then I still feel this hole and then I feel like someone else should be on the receiving end of this someone else who can who can really experience it in a way that I'm not And then it just, it, it spirals and it spirals and I, like you right, I, I just, and then that makes, and then I start to feel just completely undeserving of everything because I have people in my life who literally would want, want to give me the world, but I still feel alone doesn't make sense and then I go well, what am I what is it that this hole is then I go okay well the hole must be the disorder and then I go well here's the thing this hole that I have where, where I want someone to see me and to understand and to know and to get me and to all these different things if I can't feel the love for my friends or if I feel it and then I feel guilty and feel like someone else deserves it what's to say that if the person came who could see me in the way that I want to be seen and understand me who's to say that I would even recognize it or I would even be receptive to it So then that gets even more. Then I feel like I need to do more internal work. And I just, I feel like I've been doing so much work all year. (laughs) In terms of books, in in podcasts, in therapy. And, um... confusion to me is imbalance I fucking hate it (laughs) I fucking hate it
don't know. I hope this made sense. <laughs> if you've made it this far, I love you. Yeah. It's... Confusion is just something that I don't do well with. And I feel like because I'm confused, I'm dragging other people down with me. And that's not fair. And I feel like I'm holding other people back. And that's not fair. And sometimes I feel like, you know what? It's it's really dark. And I'm getting a trigger warning. Sometimes I feel like I was born. I came to this plane to die. Like, if I kill myself, then um, the people in my life, everything will change for them and everything will start to flourish for them. Like, I'm supposed to sacrifice myself so that everyone around me can 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 grow like um fertilizer or or (laughs) i was gonna call myself manure but that's harsh but i'm some type of compote or something like i'm supposed to die so that people can can live the lives that they were meant to live and 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 grow the way they're supposed to grow and flourish I don't know, that sounds weird, but sometimes that really, really resonates with me. Like, if I, if I just kill myself, then the people around me can, 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 can find people who can experience them in the way that they're supposed to be experienced, and they can, you know, and in doing that, though, because once you start to come into yourself like truly come into yourself in your power that's when doors start opening and and, you know then you get the success you want and the love and the money and and the peace and i go home i feel like i'm supposed to die for the people in my life to to get that thing you know to get the to get the things and then then i go wow this i go because sometimes it feels like feels like I'm, I'm not, it feels like I'm a side character in everyone else's life, as opposed to being the star of my own life, it feels like I'm supposed to serve a purpose for everybody else in their life, and then that's just it, like, that is my purpose, it's to be the side character for this person, and that person, and this person, and that person, and just help them grow, and, you know, get that, that character development, and then that's it like I don't I don't have my own story or or love or or things that I can accomplish it's just in 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 serving the people around me in in whatever way that I help them grow and I help them and become who they're supposed to be and it's 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 like it's not it feels like it's not meant for me sometimes in this life to like I'm, I'm just a I'm, I don't want to say an NPC because I'm I'm a playable character like I'm playing myself but it definitely feels like I'm a side character and that's just the role that I'm that I'm supposed to have like help this person water them help this person water them and then the ultimate 
ultimate, you know, sacrifice is when I kill myself and then I become, I, 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 I become a part of the earth for them to grow, if that makes sense, as dramatic as that sounds. Because sometimes I just feel like certain things were made for me, like as much as that hole is in my chest, as much as like I want to be seen and 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 loved in a very particular way, I go, well, that's not for me. It's not. It's not for me. Like I'm not gonna get that. So it's better for me to just be this 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 fertilizer or this water or this sunlight or this the worms or whatever so that people can can have the things that they want because I always feel like I'm I'm just supposed to be in the background or I'm I'm playing a small role in someone else's bigger picture a, a small role in their their movie and um yeah I don't know that's what it feels like a lot of the time and then that then that, that guilt will hit me of like the people in your life deserve better and I go okay I gotta kill myself so that they can so that they can grow and that they can prosper and then so that the people who are meant to be in their lives can actually come and be in their lives like I'm just a placeholder for like even if they had fun with me and they felt seen and they felt understood I'm just uh, it was never really that role, that spot was never really meant for me I was just a placeholder for something bigger and better and I need to leave so that they can have that bigger and better thing oh it's getting kind of it's getting kind of dark <laughs> but like I said I, I don't know if people are clicking on and clicking off, so if someone made it this far, okay. Yeah, that's what it feels like a lot of the time. And then I go, no, I'll, I'll try and like put my foot down and say, no, you're, this is your own life and this is your movie. And it just, that doesn't resonate with me for whatever reason, which is kind of sad. But it feels like I'm just here for people to like learn a lesson or get something from or a stepping stone or a placeholder or that's what it feels like. And that, and that gets that gets really dark and that also gets really um I can feel very alone in that feeling too. Because it's like only purpose is to is to just hold space until something better comes along and then you know then that's it so it's weird because a lot of times I like I do like I have that hole but I feel like I said it feels unfair to have that hole because one I have people around me who love me and care about me I've been gentle and supportive and caring all year and it just feels unfair for them to to have to 
hear me say that I, I, I feel misunderstood and alone. And then it like loops. It's a cycle. It's, everything is a fucking cycle. And I don't know. I just don't like being confused. I just, I don't like it. And I think I mentioned before, or at least, I th- yeah, I think I mentioned before, like, when someone's drowning, they're not intending to take people down with them or kill them. And even if they kill them, it'd be classified different. It'd be manslaughter if they survive. Like, if the drowning person survives and they end up killing someone while they're drowning, it, I, I'm pretty sure it'd be manslaughter. But they still killed someone. The families of the person they killed are still going to be affected. So I just don't like being in this energy because it's not only confusing and disorienting for me it's confusing for the people around me too and then it's unfair of me i don't know i'm just like i said i'm fucking confused and i hate it because i'll go back and forth like i do sometimes i really do genuinely feel like i came to this plane to die like i mean everybody dies but i mean like i feel like i'm supposed to be here to sacrifice myself in some way so the people around me can experience the things that they're meant to experience in their life the the love the passion the the success and all that like it just for whatever reason that's like a thing it's it's a theme and it'll it'll sometimes it'll it'll, it'll shift but a lot of times it'll come back to that because i don't know if that's guilt telling me that i don't know I'm saying I genuinely feel it, but I'm not sure. I'm like, is it guilt, like, playing with me? Guilt and shame that are making me feel that way? Because I feel like it's unfair to feel the way that I feel. And then I also feel like it's stupid sometimes to feel like, oh, well, if romance has created this void, then romance can fill this void. And then I feel dumb for for wanting a, a partner. And, and then I feel... It's just so many feelings on top of feelings, on top of feelings, on top of feelings that then conflict each other, but then interplay with each other. So, long story short, I'm a confused hoe. And, yeah. And, like, earlier, the, I was recording, and it, I guess I was talking to myself for an hour. Shit cut out, so I was, like, crying for a bit. Now that's gone. Um... I don't know why I feel like love will solve all the things that I'm feeling but love from someone else and I think this is a theme I feel like I mentioned this in a previous episode like why do I want love so bad but discount the love for myself or I'm not able to feel the love from the people around me or it feels hollow or it feels like I don't deserve the love from them because I can't feel it in the way that I'm supposed to because I can acknowledge the fact that my friends love me and they've been supportive and they've been gentle and they've been caring but for whatever reason I still don't feel seen I still a lot of the times feel alone and then that plays into the into the my, the people around me deserve better I'm supposed to be fertilizer I need to die so that they can you know have people in their life who really appreciate them and this it's it's a weird conflicting thing again confusing conflicting because I do feel like I appreciate them and I do genuinely feel like I understand and see them when I'm not in like a PMDD or meth brain episode where like 
I see them getting everything that it is that they need and and also want and being fully deserving of those things and having them not in some like far off distant you know oh 70 no I mean soon and I I feel like (laughs) the word soon has been ruined for me due to a particular cruise but because they used it when soon didn't really mean soon but when I'm I genuinely mean like everything that they want is is approaching them fast or they have the ability to get it fast like the success the love the the friendships the relationships like the things that they they lay down at night and and yearn for you know or and I think I was describing before everything cut off like my best friend who I've kind of we didn't completely fall out but it's it's not the same and it's due to me because of everything that's happened this year and because of this intense conversation we had and for our, our Yule party I just I know that her I know that everything that she wants and sees for herself is is there it's there it's like within her grasp so when I say like she can have everything she wants and it's there it's the truth and like even with ATL like I think I described it before as him being smart and funny and wise and like me I never met someone who looked at the world the way that they did or had the certain or processed things the way that they did and I feel like they're very special but I feel like all the people in my life are special and I do feel like I see them in a way that I I don't know maybe I'm I keep saying hubris but I'm like maybe this is hubris maybe I don't know like am I using that word properly when it's like you think something's better than it is or you know something's better than it is that's not saying that my friends are bad people but saying that maybe I think I'm so understanding and I think that I can see people but I can't like maybe I'm I'm projecting, you know, like I'm like, oh, I can see them and I understand them and, and I, I don't like I'm trying to say it in that way. But I don't know if that applies. But yeah, the thing that I want the most, which sometimes universal laws or the way that you speak makes it irks the shit out of me because they're like, well, you can't say that you want something because it means that you lock it. And if you you express luck, that means more luck will come. You have to be in a space of gratitude. And I'm like, oh my god, suck my asshole. Because you're telling me the universe is so fucking stupid that I say I want something. And it's like, oh, that means you don't have that thing. Cool. I'm going to make you not have more of it. It's fucking stupid. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Tell me, this is how I feel. But I get it. And I know that I need to work in accordance with the quote-unquote laws but you can tell I'm bitter about it because it's fucking stupid and it reminds me of the same it just it irks the shit out of me it does because and and I've also heard people say that you know we're still we're on this plane and we learn things um by manifesting the opposite of it so say I want to learn what love is and I would manifest people or situations that show me what love is not or what the opposite of love is so that way when I encounter love 
I know exactly what it is, which doesn't make any fucking sense because there's some people who are so starved for love and not got love in their entire lives and they keep encountering these situations where people don't love them or show them that they're not worthy of love and it's just like the thing that they need the most is love and you're going to have things pop up that show them what love isn't even though it just it irks us it fucking irks me and some of these laws i'm like they don't really be making sense to me um so i'm like maybe i need to just read more books because there's some there's something that i'm fucking missing here um and i think a lot of times people get scared of their thoughts when they're in this thing of like oh i can't think of the things that i want because then it's gonna be cool and make it's gonna attract more of the bad things and 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 it's it's exhausting and then what do people who have intrusive thoughts or people who have disorders or mental illnesses and they they have intrusive thoughts about shit that they don't want or people who have ptsd and have flashbacks or they're like well it's not the thoughts it's the feelings the feelings would manifest what if you have like ptsd or complex ptsd so you're in these feelings like when you feel something when you're flashing back you can feel it in your core and then that gets scary because you're like oh well i'm gonna that's gonna happen sorry that was a mini rant. Clearly, I am irked. I am <coughs> upset. Because people are saying, well, if you want love, then you just have to be love. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, I just, it's just like, um, like sometimes people speak in riddles. And it's, it's like, what the fuck? If you want love, be love. You're already in the space of love, but I'm like, what? I'm I'm clearly I'm lying to myself if I say that I'm in the space of love right now because I'm not. So you want me to lie? If we to lie, <laughs> just it gets very very confusing. But I do a lot of times feel bad for wanting love so much, and then I go with the people around me, but me, but why can't I feel it? And then like I said, it's the cycle of. I can't feel they love their love. They deserve better. I'm a placeholder. I have to die. It's it gets really, um, yeah. But then I go, am I projecting? Because I think I said before that I assume that everybody walks around with this hole in their chest. And granted, I didn't have this hole before this year before I met ATL and all these things happen like I didn't have this hole so I'm like well what was I doing before I had this hole I was chilling I was legitimately just chilling so I don't know why I can't every other year just it is I can't remember it or it's gone away and it's I'm just here and I guess I assume that everybody else has this hole and then and that would also play into the me sacrificing myself and being fertilizer because I assume that I'm I'm blocking people's blessings. I'm blocking people from the life that they deserve or that the life that's completely right for them. So sometimes it's a placeholder thing where I'm I'm, I'm fertilizing and I'm helping them and helping them grow and find the path that's made for them. And But then other times it's I'm blocking them from what's really, truly meant for them because I'm here and I can't experience their love so why should they keep trying to show me how much they love me if I can't feel it and then and then I go well even if 
if I want this void to be filled, then I'm trying to fill it in healthy ways, which means I'm not dating anyone, I'm not trying to add anyone into my life now, because I do feel like I'm a drowning person, and drowning people kill people. Unintentionally, they do. Like, they're not trying, but they kill people. But I'm like, who's to say that, like, if I, if I encounter this person who's, you know, who's, who's the person who's supposed to see me and supposed to, to love me and who I'm supposed to feel like I'm at home with, can I, would I be able to feel it if I can't feel it from the people who've been in my life for years? It's, I don't know, man. This is something that, granted, this is, I am confused, but I feel more clear than I have in the past just because I'm not in hell week and I'm not because sometimes when people describe PMD they said the hell week is the worst and when they get their period the clarity comes back but sometimes when I'm on my period I'm it's like throughout the day I have really intense I'm good then I'm bad then I'm good then I'm bad then I'm good then I'm bad so I'm finally like like off my period so I feel like I'm finally more clear than I have been and I'm not so weighed down but I do still feel weird and sometimes when I'm talking I'm like like nothing not nothing makes sense but yeah no I can feel the thoughts already starting to go like cause I can never like in my projection is like fucked up travel fucked up time travel because you're it's, it's projection is just fucked up in general like you sometimes you can't help when you do it but like it's a thing and it's fucked up and sometimes I'm like am I projecting am I not is this real is it not is this my disorder is it not are these feelings real is it not when I start taking medication will, all, will this whole go away but I do feel like it's unfair for the people around me to continuously try and shower me with love and reassurance when I can't feel it and I do feel like someone else deserves those things because there are tons of people who need friends who are loving and caring and supportive and gentle and then I go well if I isolate myself and tell all of my friends that like you know we're no one's not being friends anymore um I would then <laughs> I would be even more I would be more I'm alone but then I'd be more and more alone than I would have. I don't know I just don't feel like I can't make sense of things what I want to do is turn my brain off or like be able to pluck certain thoughts out of my brain and just have them disintegrate into nothing like pluck them out and watch them burn <laughs> and just be gone be gone thought <laughs> um I don't know because right now like my brain sometimes will tell me you're being manipulative and then anything I say when my brain is saying that will sound manipulative and right now my brain is going you're being disingenuous so not everything that I'm saying 
feels disingenuous and I it's this happens all the time like I'm almost to the point now where like I wish I was so far gone that I didn't even know that I was so far gone and like I'm like living in la la land or I was so grounded in reality that I know I'm firmly here because this in between this living in between spaces this imbalance this hopping back and forth is maddening because either I'm self-aware or I'm delusional but it's it's disorienting to go back and forth between no you're self-aware no you're delusional no you're self-aware no you're delusional no you're self-aware no you're delusional and I don't and this makes me want to kill myself <laughs> because I never know I guess it, what's real what's not what's my disorder what's not what's Like, I'm here in this room, and I see my hands, and I see the ceiling fan, and I see the closet, and I can hear the lady that I'm rooming with or living with. I can hear her making breakfast? Something. But it's just... So I'm here, and I'm alive, and I exist. But I also... Feel like I'm floating in this weird space because at any like because I've been so suicidal for the past couple of months, I keep going in what episode am I gonna have where I actually kill myself? So it makes me not really want to do anything because I'm like, oh I'm just gonna be dead. I can spend this money, I'm gonna be dead. Oh I don't have to do this, I'm gonna be dead. So it's like I'm alive, but I'm dead, but I don't it's I don't mm. No, and it's this is why it also feels unfair because part of me doesn't want to care and it wants to like not shame me but it wants to be like well why do you want romantic love so bad why do you think love will save you that's fucking stupid and then part of like i know there's a medium in, in there there's a balance between like you know it's okay to want love love can't save you like i can't like i said before i can't be putting up the frequency of wanting someone to save me because it's not fair and it creates weird dynamics in in partnerships where there's a savior and a victim and like it's it's not healthy but for whatever reason i'm like love will save me love will save me love will save me i won't feel alone i'll feel seen i'll feel understood and i keep holding out for this love that i don't know if it actually exists or if my brain has made it up and then the people who are trying to give me love i can't feel their love or I discount it I am just I and this is (laughs) sometimes I'm like I'm a very I think it's very Libran of me sometimes to be like life is relationships and life is interaction with people and life is this and life is balance and then also not being able to make sense of how I feel and balancing how I feel between how I feel I should feel yeah this is this is this is 
It's not full meth brain, but we're getting there. Because how I feel is one thing, but I also sometimes when I'm thinking, I think about, well, how should I feel in this given scenario? And then I weigh that out between how I feel and how I should feel. Because sometimes I genuinely do feel alone and misunderstood. And then I go, well, I shouldn't feel that way because I have people in my life who love and care about me and who've been here all year and who've, I've, I've essentially hurt by voicing these things. So that's also not fair. So, there needs to be a way for me to be like, I feel this thing, but I know that, it's not that I shouldn't feel the thing, it's that I feel I shouldn't, and I feel that it's unfair that I feel it, and that triggers the guilt, and, yeah, okay, well, I might need to take a nap, because this feels meth-brainy, um... Because sometimes when I sit and I say, what is it that you really feel deep down? And the last time I did this was back when I was living in Maryland and it was about ATL. And I think I wrote down like, um, I still want to be with them. I don't care if it's stupid. I don't care if their relationship ended in flames and ruins. I still want to try it. And that is deep down how I felt at my core. Now, how... And then I wrote under that, how I feel I should feel is that I should be over this. It's been a year. Love yourself. Like, um, you should want better for yourself. You deserve better for yourself. Um, and you should know this. Something to that effect. Let me see. It's in my journal. Oh, I'm right to the page. So I put how I feel. I want to be with redacted. <laughs> I want to melt into him. And learn everything about him and try a relationship even if it ends in tragedy i miss him and then i put how i should feel too i should be over it recognize that he could never give me the love that i need or deserve and move on and make space for someone who appreciates me and chooses me without hesitation so i'm trying to do this now where i write how i feel and how i should feel but i i don't want to silence the way how i really feel but sometimes i feel like i shouldn't give those feelings merit because how i should feel is how i I how i feel i really should feel like two is how i should feel i should be over it i should recognize that he can never give me the love i need or deserve and move on and make space for someone who appreciates me and chooses me without hesitation that's the truth but my core is still i want to be with him i want to melt into him like i'll try it i don't care if it ends in like flames and explosions and and you know tragedy and then i put at the bottom here i said how can i feel one and still continue to live my life in a healthy way without having self-worth spirals and fantasizing about us being together and then i put you know i associate how i feel one with you know pathetic and stupid and dumb and you know why do i still want someone who doesn't want me and if i was strong i would feel too and that plays into the same thing that i feel about like my friendships and my friends it's how i feel sometimes i feel alone and misunderstood and i feel like i'm not seen 
how I should feel. I, I, how I should feel is I shouldn't feel that way because I have people in my life who show up for me on a consistent basis and try and show me how much they love me, how much they care about me, how much they support me, how much they want to attempt to understand me. But I can't help that how I feel is number one. And I don't know how to not feel guilty about my true core feelings without spiraling into guilt or shame or self-worth or any of those things that don't necessarily feel the best to feel even though they're human and you feel them from time to time. So this is what I mean about being conflicted. So how do I feel one? Like how do I acknowledge my true feelings because I've spent so many years silencing myself. I want to be able to say, okay, that's how I really feel. But how do I shift into the way that I feel like is the way that I should feel? Or should I just should I just be okay with the way that I feel? And be like, okay, well, that's the way I feel. That I feel like in terms of ATL, I judge myself very harshly in terms of like how I feel deep down in my core. And in terms of like my friendships. I feel like I'm hurting the people around me with my true feelings and I don't want to hurt anyone especially since I've caused especially to my best friend so much pain this year so um, it's I don't know I don't know and and this is what is hard for me to like reconcile and it's 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 always been hard for me to reconcile. I don't know if that's my Libra sun. I don't know if that's my Virgo moon. I don't know if that's going to do with astrology. But it's very hard for me to reconcile how I feel and how I feel I should feel. Because it's very, like, I've caused so much pain for the people. Not Not even people around me. I've caused so much pain to my best friend this year. I feel like this last thing would legitimately break her because she's been here and she's given me an ear and she's been supportive and she's been loving and I, I don't know how to I don't know how to reconcile these feelings because I just feel like if they're voiced they're going to be painful and it, granted with ATL it's just painful for me because I'm the one who's judging myself and I'm the one who feels pathetic and dumb and stupid and and doesn't know why I won't let go of something and make room for something that could possibly be so much more and so much better and and for whatever reason I'm like I'm stuck on him and it's not to say that when I when I say finding someone better I don't mean better than him because I think he's amazing I mean better in a sense that they want to love me and they choose me without hesitation and not on some like pick me bullshit but like they're like I want to be with you I want to make you a priority in my life I love you like that so I think ATL that situation is is hard but it's easier for me to deal with because it's just me it's just me hurting my own feelings. It's just me judging myself. Nobody else really knows. I think he knows, and that kind of makes me sad that 
you know, he probably feels like he still has some sort of, well, no, that's not really his personality. I don't think he's, like, at home laughing, like, oh, <laughs> that bitch still likes me. Um, oh, I still got that bitch. Um, that's not his personality. Um, but the second one, that's painful because it's not just me. It's involving someone I love and someone who's very, very close to me. And my therapist is going to um, allow us to, like, have a joint session where she talks to me and her. And we both, like, my therapist kind of acts as the mediator. Um, But like I said, me and her have never had issues before this year. Um, Like, small, like, oh, this and, oh, well... You know, like little things that last like five minutes and then it's over. But this has been consistently dysfunction all year and because of me. Because of me. So. I don't know how to make sense of it. sense of it like I, I really really don't and I feel like it's just gonna hurt her and then and this is what I'm saying again with situation one in terms of like oh my god I almost said his name redacted in ATL <laughs> It's hard and it's been painful, but it's just me. It's just me spiraling. It's just me alone with my feelings, judging myself, shaming myself, feeling guilty, but it's all me. And with this other thing, I start to feel guilt. Um, but it starts to get really, um, really intense in terms of like, sacrifice yourself, kill yourself so that, you know, she can have someone in her life who deserves her and who loves her and and doesn't make her feel the ways that you've made her feel and I don't know why my brain immediately goes to like murder but and that's the thing when when I'm a I feel like I'm a good friend when I'm not in meth brain when I'm not in granted going forward since now I, I know there's an issue and I can get on medication and I know like the week leading up to my period I'll probably you know I won't be after interacting with many people or any people or my interactions will be minimum and they'll be like memes so I feel like there'll be less I'll have less um, outbursts but I feel like I am loving and I am supportive and I am understanding and granted this is what we talked about like perspectives and like I like to say this but I'm not experiencing myself 
So sometimes when I look back on things that I said, I go, oh, that wasn't that bad. But I didn't experience it. She experienced it, and it caused her an immense amount of pain. Even if it felt like something that was small to me, she experienced it. And she's the one who experienced the hurt and the pain. So I don't get to say, oh, well, that wasn't that big of a deal. You don't get to tell people that. You don't get to minimize their experience or tell them that their pain isn't real. And so, and, and all year she's been telling me, like, you know, I, I know this is a rough patch for you. I know, like, I'm, I'm going to be here for you. I want to be supportive. I know this is just a rough patch. Like, it has not been like this ever. <laughs> and, like, I love you and I care about you. And I would just go, I don't understand. And I'm sure that's painful. That's painful to have someone be like, I don't understand. And you can only reassure someone and tell someone you love them so much and have them, like, rebut it. Or, is that the word? And say, I don't understand. Because genuine, when I was saying that, I really did not understand because I felt like, yes, I'm very, I can be supportive and I can be loving and I, I know your love language. And I try to make sure that I'm, I'm, you know, I show you the way that I love you by doing acts of service and and gifts and, and, and little things like that. And... I try and make sure I listen to you when you speak and and remember certain things so that I can can surprise you with small cute things and and give you an ear and help you feel understood and I do feel like I do those things like when I wasn't in like my, my episodes I do feel like I was those things but I also don't know if what I was doing in any way is special And, this, and it goes back to me being fertilizer or a side character because I feel like, granted, my friend group is not super, super large, but for like the six or so people that I, I love, I am that when I'm not having an episode. But granted, the other people in my life are nowhere near as close as me and my best friend are, so she got the brunt of all of my episodes this year. Um, so I'm just like, I'm supposed to be loving. I'm supposed to be supportive. I'm supposed to want what's best for you. I'm supposed to help you feel understood. Like that feels like what, that's what friends are for. Like I'm supposed to do those things. So I always felt like she specifically deserves someone who requires less and gives more and also requires less but is able to receive because I feel like I'm not able to receive. And so all this talk about love and being seen and being understood and and then I go, it's probably not meant for me because I probably can't take it. And that's why I can't feel it now in, in any of my friendships or relationships because it's not meant to be something that I, like it's just, it doesn't resonate which is fucked. But it doesn't. So all this talk about love and 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 ooh, romance and this—it's like it might not be for me. It might not be for me. So it's my job to make sure that the people in my life get to experience it fully.
Because even when I go back to ATL, and I think I've mentioned previously, like, when I logically sat down and thought about a relationship, how I would never feel secure, and I would never feel safe, and I would need so much reassurance. And even if he was, like, willing to be a saint and give it to me, I probably would feel like a burden if he gave it to me. And then and then push him away because I, would, I wouldn't understand why he felt like I deserved the extra reassurance and the extra care and that's why even when I put in mind how I feel one in regards to him I said even if it ends in tragedy because I literally see it I, I, I don't see it painting out well with me and him just because of how everything started and how much I would require and how much I would feel that I didn't deserve so it almost makes me feel like I need to, I think I said this before, like I need to do more self-work and read more books and go to therapy more because I don't feel deserving of people's, of extra. So if you love me, okay, cool. But if you trying to like, if I see you actively making concessions for me, it's going to, my brain is not going to be able to compute it. It's going to feel like, no, 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 no. Because that's the thing. Everybody has their shit. Every fucking body has their shit. But I always feel like it would be less than my shit. Because people would try and 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 put my shit in the toilet. Um, but then I would add on extra layers of stress and strife and conflict because I wouldn't understand why they wanted to help at all. I wouldn't understand why they were there. I wouldn't understand. I don't get it. And I told my friend this. I was like, it's not just you. It's everyone. Because I moved I moved to Florida. And my one friend was like, oh, you know, I'm so sad that you're leaving. And you're going so far away. And, like, my heart. And I remember being like, oh, you well, you know, you can just come to Florida. And, and we can all go to Disney. And it'll be fun. But I also remember thinking. I also remember being confused about why they would miss me or what they would miss about me or like what the big deal was because like you have other people in your life like it's not like what am I giving to you that you're you can't get from anybody else and I think that ties back into never finding love or sustaining love or being a placeholder and I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast about how it's very stressful for me and all my interactions because I, I, I've gotten better at being like, oh, well, you know, I'm inquisitive and I have a good memory and, you know, like listing out the things that I like about myself, but it still doesn't feel like enough. So I always feel like, well, you could get what I give you and so much more from anybody else. Sure, you might have to like friendship date around for a better date around, but like, there's nothing about me that's like particular enough that you couldn't find in someone else and that other person could probably give you more and require less from you so I guess I just I need to keep being in therapy and keep reading books but it makes it and this contributes to the me wanting to kill myself too because it feels like I've been working and I've been trying to you know get better and figure out 
this and change this and change that and it it doesn't feel like I've really changed anything. It just feels like I have a better vocabulary now. And I can explain things better and I you know but it doesn't feel like anything has really changed about the way that I see myself. So it's very conflicting because I feel like if I love myself and if I thought I was good enough, I wouldn't ATL wouldn't bother me and I wouldn't think that my friends deserve more for sticking around for me while I'm going through something because at a certain point everyone's going to go through something but there's just I think there's a certain level that I feel like I deserve and I am sticking to that level I'm not trying to I'm trying to get out like you know break that ceiling but uh, maybe that's what it is and and I'm hoping that the medication will help this hole in my chest go away because I can't live with this hole for much longer. Um, but I feel like the hole will always be there until I learn to really value myself and and accept people's kindness and support and care and not feel guilty about it and not feel like they deserve better and not feel like I incarnated here to be a side character that's fucked that's really fucked to feel like you exist just to prop people up and help them discover their path and and their success and their and their fun and their light and and you just keep doing the same thing for everyone and that's just what your life is meant to be like you're just meant to be a lesson or a pit stop um, no wonder I want to die. <laughs> no wonder I always want to die. So, but that's the thing. I've been working all year. So I'm like, well, what else? Like, what am I missing? Like, what book am I supposed to read? You know, what podcast do I need to listen to? What is the specific thing that I'm supposed to do in therapy? And like, what combination of pills will make this go away or make me different or make me change? Because I would love to look at myself the way that I look at my friends and the way that they're like you don't think I'm a bad person I'm like no you're just human they're like but I did this and I go no that's human like it's not you you did you did something that might have been unsavory but that's just that one thing and you're human and it's okay and as long as you learn from it it's you know even if you don't it's it's one thing it's two things it's three things it's a hundred things like it's a thing that you did it's not you and i i'm very hesitant to call anyone a bad person because very my friends were very (laughs) hyped to jump to condemn atl and i would be like no he's not a bad person like and i can give him an entire backstory about like you know his heart was broken and he loved his ex and like i think i said before he was going through the saturn's return and like he was trying to figure out like what his next steps were in life so he was in this very confusing circle of energy and i i feel bad that like i got used for fun or as a distraction but i understand why things went down the way they did because 
Sometimes when nothing feels good, you just need one thing that feels good. I wish he would have thought about my feelings more. But I get it. I get your heart being broken. I get wanting to have someone look at you like you're you're the sun. When, when no one else really is and you kind of feel like you're you're trying to figure out where you're supposed to do or what you're supposed to go and you feel like things are falling apart to have someone who just thinks your sunshine is probably really nice and it probably feels good and it's probably a nice distraction so i get it and i don't think he's a bad person i i compl- i understand why things went down the way they went down and even with other things that people have done or did I'm very quick to draw them up a backstory to make things make sense so that I can understand them and that things can be okay but I don't do the same thing for myself I'm very quick to condemn myself and then shame myself and then I go well someone has to hold me accountable right like I can't just like I did these things and I need to be held accountable like I hurt someone and I just don't get to hurt them and then that's it like but then it's also conflicting oh my god is this I don't what aspect of my chart is this that's just like confusion like why am I side dog all the time because at at one it's it's important to be in a space where you are receptive to love and receptive to people who are willing to sit with you through your hard times and go, I see you, I know this is not you, um, I'm, things are going to get better. But also at the same time, it's it's okay for them to realize that like, you know, mental illness is a lot, like this disorder is a lot. And um, while now that I'm able, that I know that I have it and I can, you know, get on medication and take steps to, to manage it and not have any outbursts which I fully believe that I'm capable of the people in my life are allowed to go you know what this is actually too much for me like that they're also allowed to say that so it's I have to acknowledge I have to be in the space of being receptive and knowing that like I even though I'm at I guess my worst I deserve people to be you know caring and supportive and loving but I need, also need to realize that, like, it's okay for them to leave, too, because it is a lot. Like, legitimately, it's a lot for someone to have to deal with and on top of the stuff that they already have to deal with in their regular life. But I need to stop making it about, like, oh, they deserve more or they deserve better than me or I should kill myself so that they can have someone who requires less. That's where it gets a little fuzzy, and I don't know if that's necessarily grounded in the right place. But it's, if people do leave, which they are allowed to do, I'm going to have to, it's going to be a struggle for me. I can already tell a little, at least a little bit for me not to internalize it as me being, as me, as it confirming that the people in my life do deserve better and that I should kill myself. And it's a whole thing, which I get, that's a lot. So nobody should have to deal with that. It's, it's a lot for me. So like, I don't want this. I wouldn't wish this on anyone, so the fact that the people in my life don't have it, but they're willing to sit with me, is a thing. It's a lot. And I should be appreciative and grateful. 
It still doesn't make the whole go away, which is another thing that I'm conflicted about, but hopefully with medication and more therapy and more since I'm in Florida going to the beach, it will go away and hopefully one day I will have that experience of of love that I want and feel like it's something that's meant for me and it's it's not something that I'm just never meant to experience or a placeholder until people can get the real thing, you know? It's like truly I know this is gonna sound crazy and maybe it's my Libra stellium but it's like I said before, life is relationships with itself, with friends, with family, with lovers. And I just feel like you learn so much about yourself through partnerships and through other people and through relating and experiences and making memories and I know that I have my career is very important to me and I'm I'm sort of kind of figuring out what my career path and goals are um, in terms of what will make me happiest long term or at least bring me peace even in times when the job gets hard but I it's I'm trying not to judge myself in this moment because for so long I was someone who didn't really prioritize like a long term romantic partnership like that wasn't something that I thought about it wasn't on my list I didn't care about it I never I didn't want to get married so now for me and it's not so necessarily about the the marriage aspect although I do want to eventually talk about like my kinky wedding that I want but it would just be me and my partner in in like a flower field there's nobody else there it's just us um marriage to me is a little it's like a whole there's like a blood ceremony it's amazing if I get there (laughs) but to me a goal I have in life like the thing that I would like the most is a partner and I know for some people particularly certain (laughs) certain astrological signs or for people's charts would be like they're vomiting right now they are throwing up in the toilet they're like oh my god you you disgusting codependent bitch and it's i'm i'm talking about an inter interdependent relationship not a codependent one so that's why i'm saying i need to do more work and it's currently why i'm not dating but i really that is what i that's what i want like my career comes second well not second like i'm still I don't want to say that because you're going to be like, ugh. Like I said, my career is important to me. Everything in life is important. But the thing that I feel like is like the meaning and purpose of my life when I'm not in my meth brain and I'm not thinking that like I came to this plane to sacrifice myself and die and be fertilizer is a partnership. Uh, like uh, like a person and like a per- like home and a person and we grow and we love and we experience 
know, things together and have fun and do kinky stuff. <laughs> and like, it's passionate and it's fun and it's, it's goofy and they're obviously, life is full of trials and tribulations. There are certain things like, you know, people's loved ones die and, you know, people lose jobs and people all of a sudden have a mental illness. Like, I get this diet. I was just diagnosed with a disorder this year and I thought that I had, I had been misdiagnosed years prior and I'm trying to deal with it and wondering why nothing's working is because I got misdiagnosed. So tons of things happen to people throughout the course of their life. But like, having that partner there and that support and that just like, I guess at home in a person, and I know some people that might sound really boring. And when I say home, I don't mean it in a boring way. I mean it in the most warm way possible. And there's still passion there, and there's still fire, but there's safety and there's security, and there's fun. And look, I sound all like, <laughs> I'm 13, I have a, <laughs> I sound like a schoolgirl. Um, I think it's hard for me to come to terms with that when for so long nothing that I did was contingent on someone else and I was very much I'm doing what I want whether you're here or not to go from that to this is very um I feel weak I legitimately feel weak and you can if anybody's listening <laughs> the ghosts the spirits I'm judging myself as I'm saying it where I'm like, oh, this is pathetic and all oh, people like this and this is, and this is, this is where I am now. I'm trying not to judge myself because I don't know if I used to judge people for being this way when I used to be. So like, what's the point of marriage and what's the point of this? And it's not so much the marriage thing. It's the, it's the life partner aspect. And I guess I'm part of me as well. And because of the way that I used to be, my brain keeps going, well, you can't rely on people. <laughs> you People are fickle. Like, you can't say life partner because nobody's going to be around. Things are experiences. And even if it lasts for 20 years, that's not your entire life. Like, things have a start and end. And that's, <laughs> like, uh, it's so conflicting. It's so confusing. Bruh. But it's 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 intense coming to terms with because like I said, there's such a deep longing that I've never had before. But I still feel like I have a lot more work to do before this person can come in. Because when they when they arrive or whenever I meet them, if I don't kill myself, <laughs> hopefully I, I won't. I won't because of medication. Um, hopefully, when they see me, I'll be able to see them and be receptive to them and allow them in. Because I still feel like, as much as I love my friends, I still feel like I have a a wall up with them. So. Safely, safe, safe, sane, consensually, let the wall down. 
because I talked about that all year, like, I want to be seen, and I want someone to, like, I want to draw, like, let the moat down, and let someone come in, and come up to the tower in my castle, and, it's, it's just such an intense longing that I've never had before, that I don't know what to do with, and I know that, like, the longing is, like, I can't, there's, I don't have to say there's nothing that I can do about it, but I don't feel healthy enough right now. Like, I don't want the person to come and then for me to, like, drown them. Um, I don't know, but the longing is there, and it's never been here before, so it's weird. It's very, very weird. Not to, like I said, I think I've said this probably 700 times. It's not to discount my friends or my friendships. It's not discounting them at all. But there's this just this aching. And I don't know what to do with it because it's never been here before. very, it's also very Libra of me to be like, oh, it's just fun, right? It's very, well, maybe not even, maybe it's not even Libra, maybe it's very, it's, it's air sign of me to be like, it's just fun, right? It's just fun. And I know relationships aren't only fun. I know that sometimes you have to get down in the muck. Um, but my brain's like, why can't they be fun? Why can't they be fun most of the time? It's just, it's just a lot, and as you can tell, it's all over the place, it's, it's literally all over the place, and this is what my brain is like all the time, welcome to hell, <laughs> oh man, what's that, oh, see you in hell, I don't know, I'm thinking about Hellraiser now, um, I feel, like I said, because my period's passed, I have a lot more clarity. So even though this seems like a lot and it seems like I'm rambling and it's meth brain, it's, I really should record something when I'm in an episode. <laughs> but hopefully by the time January comes, like mid-January, hopefully I'll be on medication by then so it won't be, you know, full-blown. this feels kind of like the end of this episode even though I think I've oh man I think this might be like three hours now so I'm gonna have to trim this down or at least maybe cut it into two episodes um, but yeah if you're listening I hope that this provided some sort of solace if not this was good therapy for me so yeah see ya